talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Biggie. Welcome, welcome. All right, man, that caught me off guard a little bit. But anyway, welcome, everybody, to the KIRP Radio Show. I'm your host, Pudgy. You guys know what time it is. It's time to get this show on and popping. We are live this beautiful 3-17th day of March 
2013, man. New year, new attitude. Well, I guess it's not a new year anymore because it is March right now, but um, and going into April. But seems like time has been flying. There's a lot of things going on out here as usual. I'm as usual. There, there's always a lot of things going on. But you know, I'm glad you guys tune into the KRP Radio Show with your boy Pudgy. That's at NC Pudgy on Twitter at KIRP Radio Show on Twitter as well. If you guys are listening online, you can call in the show at 619-638-8559 to get us. Make sure you hit number one if you got a comment, and we'll try our best to get to you guys as soon as possible. Uh, for all the new listeners out there, I really appreciate you guys. Don't forget, we are definitely on iTunes, doing major numbers on iTunes. And I got an announcement to make to everybody out there. Just got to let you guys know it was a slow process over this month. Uh, in combination with last month, but we're finally at uh, just a little over 9 million listeners out there. So shout out to everybody out there to make that possible. Don't have a round of applause because I'm producing my own show tonight, but I'm I'm going to be a little bit slow on that. But anyway, man, that's big numbers, man. So shout out to everybody out there who listens to the show. You guys who listen regularly, you guys who support us, you guys who tweet us. You know, I, I really appreciate the love that you have for the show or that you have for me or Charlotte or anybody else on the team, man. And we have a very wide team. A lot of college students help make this thing possible across the nation. And I really appreciate all the love and support that we get. But uh, anyway, moving right along, because it, it, this is uh, it's getting warm out, folks. Uh, the weather has been nice. I know I, I didn't get a lot of ride time in today, but I uh, didn't get a lot of ride time in yesterday either. But you guys, everybody out there know, man, I'm a motorcycle rider. I love riding bikes. I love it. it it's, it's comfortable. It's relaxing. I just enjoy every bit of it, uh, except for, you know, when people pull out in front of us or people like to stop in front of you or folks like the lane change or I, there's there's so many different things that I could name, but you know, that's part of riding bikes, man, and, and it's a beautiful thing. So, you know, I, I definitely appreciate this weather that we've been getting. And uh, here in North Carolina, I don't know about other places. I, I see bad weather across or what I would call bad weather across the nation when we start looking at the weather reports. But here in North Carolina, we've had some beautiful weather. Today, a little bit chilly, uh, a little cold, but, you know, beautiful nonetheless. No rain, no snow, no sleet, no hell, no tornadoes, hurricanes, and all that jazz. But um, this Saturday, you know, I, you, for all the folks that don't know, um, I have a nonprofit called the Loving Father Society. And uh, shout out to my brother, Rashad Woods, too, the vice president at the Loving Father Society. And uh, one of our first initiatives is called I Love Being a Black Father. It, it's actually uh, the first initiative that we've taken and and. We're also going to challenge some legislation and, you know, it has anything to do with parenting. But, you know, Rashad and I both being being black men, um, we realize that, you know, there's a there's a stigma that goes along with the title of, of being a black man. So, you know, that's our first initiative. Uh, I love being a black father. That's something we set out to do. And what we're trying to do is actually just change the definition of that, you know, let folks know that, hey, you know, there are positive black fathers out there. And, and I don't mean entertainers. I don't mean politicians. I mean regular working class Joes. You know, that's my World War II slang. Shout out to all my veterans out there. But regular working class Joes, you know, regular people who, who go to work every day, who wake up every day, and, uh, you know, just, you know, regular people, man. There are some good black fathers out there, as well as white fathers, Hispanic, you name it. 
and uh, those those challenges we'll also take on too. And and I didn't mean to change topics, but you you guys know how I do. You know how I get down. Um, it's kind of off the cuff. You know, I have an agenda here, but if something piques my interest, I'll definitely talk about it on the air. But anyway, back to the weather. So so listen, it's warm, and you guys know what time it is. Like w- once it starts to get warm out here. People start living a little bit reckless, and you know what I mean by a little bit reckless. It's it's basically it's short shorts time, people. It's short shorts time. It's uh it's 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 I guess spandex is out year round, but it's it's short shorts time in public, and you know we we were we were in the park. In Greensboro yesterday, uh, that was the first phase of the photo shoot that we did for the Love and Father Society. And, uh, you know, Rashad and I and the photographer, shout out to Justin Baines at JMG um, Media Group, man. Amazing, amazing, amazing photographer, folks. This man is amazing. JMG Media Group. Look him up on Facebook. If you need contact, get at us. We'll definitely let you guys know how to get in in contact with this man. This man's talent is amazing. So we're, we're in the park and and you know Justin is making it very comfortable for us because you know I I'm not the photo shoot guy like I like taking Facebook pictures I'll take a picture with my camera or you know of my kids and you know all the regular stuff but you know this had to be done for a purpose so we're out there we're in the park beautiful day yesterday I mean there were there were folks in the park uh, uh, taking wedding photos and. You know, there were people out in the park playing baseball and kickball with the kids, and people were by the waterfall, and they were running through the waterfall and the fountains and all that. Beautiful day. I mean, everything was lovely. But, you know, when, when the weather breaks, it's it's short shorts time. And I saw so – a lot of people – I don't know if you guys just don't work out, period. You know, I'm not I'm not knocking people. Listen, I'm I'm not knocking fat people. Okay, I'm not knocking out of shape people because you you hear that? I'm a little bit fat myself. I got you know, I got my love handles here going on and I'm I'm working this thing out. I'm trying to fix this here, but I don't wear short shorts though. Okay? And and I don't wear the wife beater in public. Like I might wear a basketball jersey or something like that, but I don't wear short shorts and I don't wear the the, the uh, the wife beaters in public where everybody can, you know, see everything that I got hanging out. And, and it, it seems like as soon as it gets warm, you know, that's my beef with the warm weather. I think that's my only beef. Like, I'm I'm a man like anybody else. I love a woman with a beautiful figure. I Listen, compliments to you, okay? Shout out to you. It looks good. And I'm sure the women are saying the same thing. They love a man with the wife beater on and showing his chest and his muscles and all that. I'm sure there are women out there that say the same thing. My wife probably say the same thing, okay? But I don't appreciate the short-ass shorts that shows all the other stuff. Like, if you could – it's crazy. It's the dimples and the cottage cheese and, you know, this popping out and that popping out. It, it seems like as soon as it gets warm, everybody on their short shorts agenda. And it's crazy. Like, I don't want to see all of that. Can you hide that? I I wish there was a law. First of all, I wish there was a sagging law. Like, that might not be constitutional. And, 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 you know, people know I'm I'm a Constitution supporter. Folks know I'm a Constitutionist. I'm always talking about the Constitution this, the Constitution that. But you know what? I would make one exception for the ugly short shorts wearers. It's the only way I can put it. The tacky, the tack. Okay, that's better. The tacky 
short shorts wearers. And the too much extra showing your ass saggers. Like, I don't mind a little bit. Like, if that's your style to sag a little bit, because my uncle's a farmer. He sags. All farmers sag. If you guys didn't know, that's the, you know, they say the sag came from prison. It might have came from the prison where you're showing your whole ass, where you got your pants down to your, your ankles and you're trying to wear a long shirt to cover it up. That might have came from prison. I, I could understand why that would be, you know, a, a prison type thing. But the sag with the belt on and the shirt tucked in and the, the, the just a little bit of the sag and the work pants, that came from farmers. Shout out to all the farmers out there, man. Love you guys. The weather's broken. I hope that the weather is good to you guys. You can make a lot of money this year. Farmers get a really bad end of the deal in the United States, man. These farmers, they work their butt off. And and they get up at the dusk of dawn, and, and they're in the house after the sun sets. And, you know, these guys aren't appreciated for what they're worth. So shout out to all the farmers out there, man. Definitely want to give you guys some love. You know, we're in North Carolina, man. You don't have to like it if you live in the city. But I appreciate the farmers, and you guys should appreciate all the fresh produce that you get, too. Because without the farmers, we wouldn't have any of these things. So definitely big B.I.G. shout out to all the farmers out there, and I really appreciate what you guys do. And uh, if you're one of the people that are wearing the short shorts and you're not supposed to be wearing the short shorts, I mean, come on. You you know if you're supposed to be wearing the short shorts. Everybody knows if you're supposed to be reading the short shorts. If, I'm sorry, if, if you can wear the short shorts. Like, I, I can't wear the short shorts. I'm not going to wear the short shorts. The short shorts just don't work for me. But... For a lot of other people, it doesn't work either. Anyway, going to a commercial, man. It's almost time for Charlotte to come with stretching your budget because that's what she does. And Charlotte is B.I.G. in my book. Like, Charlotte, she's up there with the soldiers and the farmers and all those other people up there that I put on the pedestal because these people are absolutely beautiful. They're wonderful. I mean, they're helpful. They do things for people that... It's just not normal the way these folks help. It's, it's the, the way the soldiers dedicate them lives to us or dedicate their lives to the country and our well-being, that's not normal. Like you don't you don't see that often. It's not like we pay them a great deal of money. And there's really no amount of money that we could pay them. So shout out to all the soldiers out there, man. You guys know how I do. Coming up here in about two minutes, actually one minute, Charlotte from stretching your budget dot. Charlotte Holder will come on here And she is a triad super saver herself So you guys look up on Facebook Look up triad T-R-I-A-D Okay T-R-I-A-D Triad super saver Stretchingyourbudget.com It is the way it sounds It sounds the way it is I'll be right back 619-638-8559 Hit number one if you got a comment Stretchingyourbudget.com Report is coming up Next, rock with me. I'll be right back after this one message. create brand stories for you that push the envelope, force people to stop, think, and take notice. Ride with you on your journey to success by creating great design that makes you look like the originator and not an imitator. Get you out of your comfort zone. 
inspire you to take action. Be risky and always stay true to your passion. Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industry. Some past and present clients include Jewel Osco, J&K Fresh LLC, Celebrity Chef Nikki Shaw, Teen and Family Producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaniinc.com. One black conservative talk radio show, Southeastern United States, baby. You are rocking with the KIRP radio show with your host, yours truly, at NC Pudgy on Twitter. The show is at KIRP radio show on Twitter as well. You can also catch the show. I'm sorry about that. You can also catch the show at KIRP radio show.com or shout out to Blog Talk Radio. You can catch the show on blogtalkradio.com backslash KIRP radio show. You can also catch us on iTunes, man, where we are blowing up iTunes keywords KIRP radio show. Three words. Look up the podcast. You can find all the old, all the old. All the old shows and the current shows as well. And that's how you can keep up with this, man. Make sure you guys log on to iTunes. You can also check us out on YouTube. That's YouTube.com backslash KIRP Radio Show. One word. You can find some of the excerpts from some shows on there. You can also find some extra footage on there. You can also get some bonus coverage on there, man. So make sure you guys like us, log us, find us. We're all over the place. And you know the common thing is KIRP radio show i think i said that wrong again but anyway welcome to the show charlotte stretching your budget budget to try i cannot talk tonight what in the world is going on with me sometimes man it's been like the last few weeks charlotte i've I've not been able to uh get my words out man and i I don't know what's going on I, i i really can't i can't figure it out i'm stuttering i'm sweating i'm hungry that's what it is i'm hungry in here you got some hormones going on or something. <laughs> Is it that time? Okay, I ain't gonna go there. It might be that time. Your time of the month. <laughs> it might be. I mean, I listen. We we have them too. <laughs> yes, I agree with that. Yeah, we do. I was just coming around more often than yours do. Charlotte, how are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? I don't know yet. I'm gonna. I think I need to go to the doctor and uh, see what's going on with me. Maybe it's puberty. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, a new face. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know what it is, man. Good to hear from you. How 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 has how have your has your week been? See, see, I'm doing it again. <laughs> it's been very busy. Very busy. It, it it's it's been a lot going on this past week. Um, a lot of celebration. The weather was crazy. Like the weather was really nice. Did you get out and enjoy it any? Oh my goodness! Yeah, we took the kids to the park yesterday, and it was really nice. Oh, yeah, it was. Loved it outside yesterday. It was beautiful. Yeah, and today is horrible. And I'm like, what happened? Well, see, 
what had happened was like I don't know what happened, man. I guess a cold front came through or something. I, it, it still it was nice, you know, kind of earlier. It was still a, a little warm, but you know, just breezy. And then, you know, after twelve o'clock, man, after one o'clock hit and two o'clock hit, it was just straight cold out there. But it still felt good, though, you know. It was freezing. I had short sleeves on, and it didn't work so well. <laughs> See, I thought you were about to say you had short shorts on. <laughs> no, but I but I will comment on that because I was listening. <laughs> uh, we were at the park, and there was like, not that this is old, but there was like a 45, 50-year-old lady that had the shortest shorts on I've ever seen, someone her uh-huh. age wear. It did not need to be. I mean, it was disgusting. Someone... It was like she had cut them off to make them as short as they possibly could. See, without see, not having anything on. Let the kids do that. I don't, okay, I'm the first person to say, do what you want to do. Okay, you can do your thing, and you can wear what you want to wear. I'm cool with all of that. Like, but just sometimes you got to know where to cut it off, Charlotte. And and that's crazy because well, some I mean, people don't you're know. at a public place. Kids don't need to be seeing that. And I saw all the. And matter of fact, shout out to the the comment we just got on on the Blog Talk Radio uh, blog. But someone just said, uh, "And did you see the little dark creases that that uh, you know what, what they were getting at?" And yeah, you do see the dark creases right in the. It's in the crack of the ass. Let me just say what it is, man. You can't walk <laughs> around with your ass showing like that. That's not cool, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know that they're too short when the pockets are hanging out from the shorts. Yeah. See, that, come on. I mean, come on. Right? Everybody can't get away with that. You know, not, there's there's very few people that can get away with that. And I'm a man and I'm saying this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's it. That's it. You know, so. Anyway, Charlotte, it's another week. I know you got something for us this week. You're always cooking up something. And um, I haven't been on your website in probably two weeks now. And I don't know what's going on on that. So if you could give us uh, whatever you have for us this week and, you know, let's talk a little bit about your website as well because we don't talk about it enough. <laughs> well, I was going to talk um, in light of tax season. Ooh. I was going to go over a few uncommon tax deductions that you might miss over. Uh-oh, I need that. Let me get my pen ready. Hold on one second. <laughs> one second. Wait for me. Wait. I'm Wait. waiting. All right, let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. Here we go. Okay. Well, this one probably won't apply to you, but if you are a teacher um, and you teach K-12 as a teacher, aide, counselor, or administrator, and you bought ordinary or necessary back-to-school supplies for the classroom out of your own pocket, you can deduct up to $250 worth um, of these expenses on your 1040 on your tax return. Um, and if you spend over the $250, the additional um, amount you can deduct on the rest of your Schedule A. So these that's something that I personally didn't know about. I'm not a teacher, but I have friends that are teachers. Um, so I'm sure this is one of the ones if you do your own taxes that you're not aware of. So, um, And I know a lot of teachers nowadays have to buy things out of their own pocket. The schools just are not giving them the budget for that. So. Um, $250 you can easily do within the school year. So make sure you write that off on your 1040, and that's on line 23 for those of you that um, are teachers and fire your own taxes. 
Um, another thing to do is you can, and I didn't know this one either, but you can write off your um, mileage for charitable contributions. So let's say that you um, go work as a volunteer and you run errands during your volunteer time. You can calculate your mileage and keep that for your tax purposes and write the mileage off. So, um, Pudgy, you do a lot of charitable stuff, so this would be one that you might want to keep up with. Um, so that's on your Schedule A, line 16. Um, so make sure that you, if, even if you don't do your own taxes and you have an accountant do them, they still might miss over things or things you don't even think about. So it's always good to know these kind of little things in the back of your head and, you know, just keeps a, you know, little tally, running tally throughout the year of things that you might do. So, um, but you can just make sure you keep a log. Typically, um, you'll need to do your starting miles to your ending miles, and you can do that 14 cents per mile, and that also includes parking fees as well. As well, and if you live in um, cities that have toll fees, you can deduct those also. So, um, good things to keep in mind. Um, another thing to to um, recognize if you have a loss due to theft or destruction, like a natural disaster. I know a lot of um, the listeners out there may have had some stuff with Hurricane Sandy. Um, you can keep up any kind of repairs that your insurance didn't cover and deduct the loss of value, um, like if you have a car or your house, if it, if it went down in value since the disaster, you can deduct, deduct that amount. Um, or in the same scenario, if you're a victim of like a home burglary, burglary um, and your homeowner's insurance didn't cover something or maybe they don't pay the full amount of something that you had lost, you can um, deduct that also. You would need to fill out a form 4684 to determine the amount that you would need to deduct. So um, those are some big things that people happen to people all the time that you probably don't even know. Um, you know, hailstorms, things like that. A lot of times insurance um, either won't pay for that, depending on the type of insurance you have, um, and a lot of times they don't want to give you the full amount. So make sure that you keep all of your information on that, and that would be on your Schedule A, Line 19, so your basic tax form, uh, Line 19. And let's see, another thing that I wanted to mention is, um, and this one's kind of crazy, but you might not uh, know this. For those women out there that breastfeed, you can actually um, write off breastfeeding equipment like breast pumps and um, all the different parts and pieces that you have to, to buy to go along with that you can deduct the amount of that. So, um, you know, those are things to keep in mind if you've had a baby in the last year. And, you know, those things are expensive. If anybody out there, as a female, has ever had to breast pump, breast pumps are expensive. So um, it's good to know something else that I didn't know. These are just a few of the things that I, that I wanted to hit on. I'm going to go over some more next week since, um, you know, we still have a little ways before the – tax deadline, and I did a few of these last year also, so mm -hmm. um, just just some things to think, take note of, things that I never 
new or, you know, I do my own taxes, our family's taxes, and, um, you know, a lot of that software calculates that stuff for you, but these little things like this, they don't they don't question you. They're not asking you, hey, did you have a baby? Hey, did you buy equipment? They don't ask you that kind of thing. They're going to trigger your basic questions that, you know, most people have to deduct, but um, little things like this, they're just not in those questionnaires. So if you're doing your own taxes, these are things that you definitely want to take note of. And even if you have, you know, H&R Block or something like that doing your taxes, they might not be knowledgeable to the extent of knowing every single tax credit that there is out there. So it's just to be knowledgeable, know your information, and make sure you're getting your most deductions back as possible. So no need for Uncle Sam to keep it all. That's right, because he don't want you to have none of it. Uncle Sam! He's a sham. Sam don't want us to keep none of this paper, but we're going to get it anyway. Charlotte, that's some good info, man. Appreciate that. I know. It's crazy. Those those things that you don't even know about or even think about. Well, I think that Uncle Sam. That one for Sam, you, though, with the mileage is good. Oh, I'm on it. You know what? I got it in big letters right here. Mileage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Real and real. I can even, even people that drive to work, you, if you don't know this, you can write off your mileage if you... um have like a if you drive like you know more than such and such amount of distance you can write off your mileage. If really? you, I pay to park that I work downtown, mm-hmm. and you, I have to pay to park. So I can write my parking fees off. Oh yes, see I'm about to get busy. Charlotte gonna get me audited yeah. again, and I already been through that. Hope not. Yep. Anyway, Charlotte, listen. There's so many things. <laughs> Well, when is the tax deadline this year? Because I'm here on April 15th. I'm here on April 16th. When is the actual tax deadline? Because I need to wait until the last five seconds before I hit Uh-oh. the deadline. Are you one of those that files the extension? Hey, if I can get – I don't. I try not to file the extension because of, you know, past endeavors, but <laughs> I try to wait until the well, very last yeah, minute. Well, yeah, and filing an extension is red flag, so you definitely don't yeah. want that. Oh, yeah. I've I learned that the hard way. But I, I would like to wait to the very last minute. And when I say the last minute, I'm I'm serious. Like last year, I think we filed uh, an hour before uh, midnight. So wow, you I'm that guy. Yep, I don't write that check. I try to hold on to my money as long as possible. <laughs> I that. don't because that's even more interest that they're earning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See that? See that's the crazy part about taxes. Period. I mean, at the end of the day to get a tax refund is only for most people. Okay. For, for some people I'll say, I don't even know if it's most, but getting the tax refund period is only saying that you overpaid the government. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they use your money, uh, interest free, but the minute that you owe them, Oh, they want every dime plus more. So I don't, I don't loan them folks my money, man. Uncle Sam has enough. He can do without mine. I'll write the check and pay him what he says I owe him after we settle all our debts. You know, that's the way I like to do it. Well, I never have to uh, pay, but I I also make sure that I take out the most amount of, you know, I, I, I set my number high throughout the year. I claim the most amount that I can so that I don't get as much taken out during during the year. As well so as you if should. You, if you... If you claim zero, you're going to have the most amount taken out as possible. I'll never be claiming zero. So you zero. don't want to do that. <laughs> Shout out to all the zero claimers out there. Appreciate you guys. 
and and Uncle Sam appreciates all Supporting. the money that he borrows. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they got enough, man. They got enough, and they they waste enough. Let me just say it like that: they waste enough. Not that they have yeah. enough; they waste enough. So, anyway, that is that's you know that, that's a beautiful thing, man. That's some great information out there, folks. If you guys missed it, make sure you tune on to the broadcast, the rebroadcast, which will be on at 11 p.m. on KIRPRadioShow.com. Or you can also catch it on the iTunes podcast on iTunes podcast, KRP Radio and Show, three words. Or you can just listen to the show again on Blog Talk. That's blogtalk.com backslash KRP Radio Show. And we do a B-I-G. And make sure 15 minutes into the show, if you don't listen to anything else, because people just don't listen to me. They're sick of me. But if you just came on the show to hear Charlotte give you guys what she gives you guys every single week, make sure you tune into the show. 15 minutes into the show, fast forward it into that part, and uh, she'll give you that great information that she just gave us, like she always does, man. Charlotte, you a B.I.G. in my book. Any shout-outs? <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh-oh. Shout out to my son. He turned four this week. And we yeah, happy birthday. birthday party today. So. That's what's up. Four years old, man. I remember. Okay, I don't remember when I was four, but I remember when my kids were four. So shout out to your son. Happy birthday to your son. B.I.G. birthday. Four years old. Woo. Four years old. I'm now sad. My baby. Four baby. Man, that's serious. Four years old is serious. They they said the twos were terrible. Psh, that was a lie. Three, four, five, and six. Those are all. Oh my terrible. goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so, I well, have a almost my daughter will be six next month, and she's yeah. like, no everything. No, I don't want to do that. No. <laughs> and and he follows follows in her footsteps, really close behind. <laughs> Well, four, five, and six is the problem. So this song going into the next commercial break is for your problems. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna tell you really quick, April fifteenth tax deadline. April fifteenth is this tax deadline. Okay, I thought that's what it was. I didn't. I, I wasn't sure. Couldn't remember. But folks, stretchingyourbudget.com, dot com. Charlotte Holder. Charlotte, thanks for coming on. Appreciate what you do as always. Thank you. Have a good week. Next week, let's do it again. All right. See you then. So that's Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com, folks. Make sure you guys tune in to her website. Log on to her website. Get all sorts of coupons and commercials and blogs and deals. And I mean, the way they keep up with this website or the way she keeps up with this website, her and the staff, it, it, it's immaculate. They definitely can save you guys some money, keep extra money in your pocket for what they do. So you guys make sure you tune in to that StretchingYourBudget.com. Com, man, she does some great work, and we definitely appreciate what she does at KRP. When they don't like me, they love her. When they don't, when they love me, they love her even more. So she don't have any haters. Shout out to Charlotte out there, stretchingyourbudget.com. Shout out to all you guys for listening to the show, man. Appreciate you for coming on. We'll be right back after this message. Little Wayne, almost dead. I don't know. You be the judge. We'll be right back after this message. I got a problem. yourself a superstar that's for other people to say 
and you don't come out the south side without a few people having your back. Chicago is my home, my love. It's our time. This is a story about my family, my team, my roots. This is a story of D. Rose. And this is only the beginning. I'm all in. Geico really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? Wee! 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 Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Radio show, man. 
We doing a B.I.G., baby. You guys know how we do it, man. 619-638-8559. Hit number one if you got a comment. You guys know we got a few things to talk about. And it, uh, March 17th, 2013. I, I don't know why people... I got an email from some folks that were just talking about... Um, we don't say the date enough. Like, they don't know what show they're listening to when they listen to the archives. But I could have sworn... I mean, I, I might be wrong, but I think if you look at the archive shows, they have the dates right beside it. Now, if they don't, my bad. I apologize. But once again, this is what, the fourth time? Third time? Fourth time? Fourth time, March 17th, 2013. Are you happy? Hope you're happy, man. Get your own daggone calendar. Anyway, shout out to everybody out there, man. You guys are B.I.G. in my book. Catch us on Twitter, at symbol K-I-R-P radio show, at symbol N-C Pudgy. That's how we do it. Like us, leave us a comment, show us some love, do whatever you do. Show us some hate, man. I don't care. As long as you're talking about us, it's good. Whether it's good or it's bad, I appreciate it. You're still B.I.G. in my book. I don't take hate personally. Hate is love. Love is hate. Hate is love. Love is hate. You know, either way, it works for me. Also, check us out on KIRPRadioShow.com. That's the website, man. We we do a major salute to all the soldiers out there, so you guys get a lot of love from us, man. We appreciate what you guys do for this country. Whether people like it or not, we like it over here. So shout out to you guys. You're definitely B.I.G. in my book, and I appreciate all you guys do to keep us safe in this land. And uh, you know what's crazy about what people say about soldiers is that you know you got a lot of people compl- that complain about the United States. Like they complain about the soldiers. They complain about the military. They complain about us having these guns and these missiles and folks that anti-gun this and anti-gun that and anti-military this and anti-United States that, but at the end of the day, where else would you rather live? I mean, everybody, every, I don't know if anyone has ever traveled abroad, but when you go places internationally speaking, when you go to other countries, they model themselves after you after the United States. And so, so any anywhere you go, Western civilization, culture, has an influence on that place. You you can't escape it. You can't duck it. That's why they. That's why it's a big deal when some of these third world countries get a, a mall or a McDonald's. I mean, th- this is American culture. This is Western civilization, whether you like it or not. Western culture. So, you know, people are always talking about what the soldiers do and what they don't. And and, and I'm a person who's always complaining about you know what the government does because they overstep their boundaries for God's sakes. I always have a beef with the things that they do because, frankly, the the entity of a government is to do the will of the people. Not to do their will on the people, it's to do the will of the people. That's why I'm a conservative. It, it is what it is. That's why I'm a conservative independent because I don't think the way a lot of people think. I look at the things that, I, like, for example, and, and this is no love lost to any of my friends out there that, that loves senators or, or that loves uh, uh any of the any of the rock star politicians, I like to call them. Shout out to all the rock star politicians, the Rand Paul, the Obamas, the all these guys. Shout out to all the guys who's always in the news, always smiling, always got a joke. They're cool. They, you know, they're politicians. They're cunning, and you know, they 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 fit the bill. But and, and shout out to the people who like them, you know, who idolize them. That's cool. If if that, a, a lot of people idolize entertainers, and then there's some people from the political spectrum that idolize politicians and and that's cool that's fine if that's your thing but what i don't get is why would you idolize your employee 
like at the end of the day, these are our employees. Like these folks supposed to work for us. Like I don't I'm not gonna kiss a senator's ass just because he's cool or just because he's he's uh got some nice you know, he has some great legislation out there or some historic legislation. I respect you and I, I respect the job that you've done, but if I'm not mistaken, that's the reason that you took the job in the first place to do the will of the people because someone else couldn't do it right. You felt like you could do the will of the people right. So you ran for office, you asked for our support, and once you get our support, you go in and you do the things that you know your constituents want and need done or need and want done. Let me correct that. But I don't think that politicians should be idolized. Like I don't, I don't get that. There are some very, very smart and and you know, shout out to you guys, man. There, there's some there's some beautiful people out there that I really support that I go out of my way and speak to when I'm in Washington. If I could get to them, and I stop by their office. And, and and I try to just say, you know what, I appreciate what you do. Thanks for what you do and, and and keep rocking. You know, I'll send you an email. I'll place a call here and there. And and sometimes, you know, you might end up at lunch with them because of people that you know that they might commonly know and, and, and don't don't get it twisted, people. Like just because these are politicians up there in Watson, just because they're senators and congressmen and all, listen, they're still regular people. You can't forget that. So we as citizens who don't hold political office might run in some of the same circles as some politicians. Like I know a lot of politicians, man. I know a lot of them, but that doesn't make, I don't, I don't, that doesn't make me any better than anyone else. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand why people idolize these guys just for doing their job. Idolize me. Like I love my job. I love taking care of my employees. Let, let me see if I can get some rock star status around here. Let me see if I can if I can get a little bit of VIP and let me see if people will come by my job and take a picture with me. You know what I'm saying? Like I love my employees. I, I love all my staff for good or bad, whatever they're doing. I I, I love these guys. You know, I, I love the jobs that they do and I idolize them. Like I really appreciate them and the jobs that they do. So it's it's kind of backwards. Like the politicians should be reaching out. They should be in your communities or in our communities every single day, knocking on doors when they can. I I know when they're up there at Congress and they're in Washington and they're actually working. I get it. But from what I understood, it was I don't know if it's a it's a, a understood practice or or maybe it's a a, a solid mandate. I, I don't know what it is. But most politicians, from what I understand, come back to their districts. At least once a month, okay. At least once a month. You mean to tell me you can't go back to your district once a month to shake hands and kiss babies when it's not a campaign year? You can't. You don't. You can't find the time to do that. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I didn't, I didn't mean to go off on the tangent about that, man. And I, I got a whole list of things to talk about here that I, that I should be going over. But anyway, St. Patrick's Day. Shout out to everybody out there who celebrated St. Patty's. I don't even know, and and this is crazy because I I know a lot of history, but I don't even know who St. Patrick was or is, or or I don't even really understand the the celebration of St. Patrick. Or, or was he really a saint? You know, I don't I don't know. I've, I've heard so much, so many crazy things, and you know, I, I tried to research it, and and I did a search on it, and I googled it, and I I just didn't have the time. Okay, I didn't have the time. Hey, I'm not Irish. Shout out to all the Irishmen out there, man. I got a lot of Irish homeboys I'm talking about from Ireland. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to my man, the Pope. We call him the Pope, even though we just got a Pope. But shout out to my man that we call the Pope, Tom. 
Shout out to you, man, who just retired. B.I.G. in my book. Really appreciate all that you do. A stand-up gentleman who loves his scotch and water on the rocks. But shout out to Tom. But anyway, St. Patrick's Day just passed. And I uh, was on my way home from the photo shoot yesterday. Love and Father Society. Definitely shout out to them, to us. It's my nonprofit for you guys who don't know. Uh, find us on Facebook. I love being a black father, which is our first initiative. You know, and I don't apologize for it. It is what it is. You know, like I know that there's a stigma behind the the the, the title black father. You know, you know the, the routine. You know the whole jazz. So that's why we're doing it. If you don't like it, too bad. But anyway, um, coming home from a photo shoot yesterday with uh, JMG Media Group, Rashad and I, my brother Rashad Woods, VP company. You know how we do. We're Big. I'm getting to the story. I got to give my shout outs. You know we do shout outs. If you don't like it, wrong show. But uh, coming home from the photo shoot yesterday, <laughs> I saw a lot of green. And when I say a lot of green, I mean I saw green beards. I saw green hats and shoes and loafers and green panties. Yeah, I saw green panties yesterday, but not green panties in oh, below the waist. This guy actually had green panties on his head. But um, so shout, shout out to all the green wearers out there and everybody who celebrated St. Patty's Day. And uh, I've actually participated, and, and when I say participated, I got smashed with some people who were celebrating St. Patrick's Day. And, and it's not unusual. I, I believe half of the people, I'll say this honestly in my heart, and I don't know any statistics behind it, but I think easily, easily, it's some 70% of the folks who celebrate St. Patty's Day don't know what they're celebrating. It's it's people who celebrate Christmas and don't know that it's celebrated as Jesus' birthday, Halloween, Thanksgiving. Like we don't we don't know what we celebrate. We if if we can get drunk and we can show a lot of love, you know what I mean by show a lot of love. I'm talking about you know you, you show a little bit of love. We get drunk, show a lot of love, have a good time, go to a couple parties. That's what we like to do, man. We like to eat, have food, you know, drink food. That's what folks do. We like to celebrate. We like to have a good time. But people don't know what they're celebrating. And I don't even know. And I've celebrated it, too. I'm in that group of, of ignorant folks. I don't know what St. Patrick's Day is, 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 is celebrating. Somebody let me know. Uh, hit us up on 619-638-8559. I want to know what St. Patrick's Day is. Uh, leave us a comment, Radio at gmail.com. Or you can go to the Facebook page. It's facebook.com. Uh, www.facebook.com backslash KRP radio show. Let me know what St. Patrick's Day celebrates because I have no clue and I, and I really want to know. But needless to say, I saw a lot of foolery and a lot of crazy things going on on the way home in Greensboro yesterday. Uh, a lot of people having a good time and people were drinking and, you know, a lot of folks celebrate St. Patrick's Day, man. There was a lot of things going on in Greensboro yesterday. Um, along with St. Patrick's Day weekend, which was celebrated all over the place. I understand, um, is it Orlando or, or um, man, I can't remember where it was. It's, it's either Orlando or Fort Lauderdale or, or one of those places that have, a, maybe it was Tampa, that has a huge St. Patrick's Day celebration. So, you know, Boston does it big. I mean, come on, there's so many Irishmen out there. New York does it big. But Greensboro was doing it pretty big yesterday, man, with St. Patrick's Day. A lot of things going on, a lot of parties. I've, I've been seeing pictures on the blogs all day with celebrities and their parties. Shout out to C4, C4, Conservatives for Guilford County, C4GC. Uh, they had a St. Patrick's Day party, man. And Anne, if you guys don't know, who, don't know who Anne is, she is like the Chef Raekwon. I mean, that's Wu-Tang, but 
and can burn. I mean, she can really cook. She puts it down. And uh, C4GC, Conservatives for Guilford County, even though I still can't talk for the third week straight, um, they do some beautiful things out there, man. So I always try to take a moment to show them, guys some, show them some love, Jody and you guys. You guys are B.I.G. in my book. But I saw the pictures from their St. Patrick's Day party, and they had a green cake, and they had green sodas and green food and green cookies. And I just I wanted some. So I feel bad that I didn't celebrate St. Patrick's Day now with anybody. I mean, I celebrated with my family, but we didn't celebrate St. Patrick's Day until they came in and started pinching me today. So shout out to my kids who came in and started pinching me today because I didn't have any green on. And I'm like, look, man, y'all a day passed. It's too late. But that didn't stop them. They pinched me anyway. But, um, you know, I, I feel guilty because I didn't celebrate St. Patrick's Day. and It was a lot of celebrations going on, and it would have been a good excuse for me to get some people together and have a good time like we commonly like to do. But it is what it is. It's March, March Madness. That's another thing that's going on. In Greensboro yesterday, we had the ACC tournament. And uh, yesterday, the Duke Blue Devils, to all my Durham folks over there, and, and I live in an area where the lines are are so divided because we got Duke that's, I don't know, 12, 15 miles from my house in Chapel Hill that's, 17, 20 miles from my house, somewhere around there. So where I live, it's it's very divided, and, and it's very, uh, uh, I don't even know the word, man. It's controversial, at least, because people, you can't, if you bring up the topic in, in one store, you know, they'll love you. If you bring up the topic in another store, they'll hate you. But all I know is that UNC was in the title game today, even though we took an L. Like, we, we took an L, I'll take that L. We took that L to Miami. Miami won. That was fine. But the ACC tournament was live and in effect in Greensboro. And from what I can tell, I haven't seen a whole lot of headlines, but from what I can tell, there was not a lot of drama. Like, there there, were, there, there wasn't a lot of crime going on, uh, no deaths, no not a lot of accidents. I mean, Greensboro really showed up and, and, and really did their thing. And uh, it's beautiful because every time you have something this major in a city, there's always trouble behind it. I, and I don't mean a little bit of trouble. I mean, like, major trouble. And and this just didn't happen in Greensboro. So, you know, there's some talk about, you know, where the the end, where the ACC tournament should move to. And, you know, I've heard some noise about the future of the ACC and losing teams and gaining teams and you know, I heard some talk about Madison Square Garden and, you know, that the ACC tournament would be in Madison Square Garden and some people wanted it up there because, you know, uh, you got the Irishmen, you know, they can definitely blow it up out there. Notre Dame can definitely fill that place. And I, I don't know, but all I can say is that right now, Greensboro has, has, it, the la- has had it for the last few years and uh, Greensboro is definitely doing their thing. Um, the, the official reports that I did see was that Greensboro generated $22 million from the ACC tournament. $22 million with that M. Now, unless I'm crazy, these are the type of events that you want. The high-profile events, events that aren't much trouble, or aren't any trouble that generates high revenue for all small or large businesses in the area. 
if you take this away from a city like Greensboro, <clears throat> New York doesn't need it. Like, I mean, let's be upfront. Like, New York doesn't need the ACC tournament. They they just don't need it. New York has enough events that goes on. New York's going to generate income with the tolls, and they got so much stuff going on, man. That if the ACC tournament never ever went to New York, they wouldn't skip a beat. Greensboro, on the other hand, Greensboro, North Carolina, they're going to miss this twenty-two million dollars if it doesn't come back. This is going to be a huge impact on somebody's business. Some small business somewhere is going to be hurting from this $22 million, whether it be the hotels, whether it be parking, the city, uh, restaurants, bars, you name it. Someone is going to be hurting from the move of the ACC tournament out of Greensboro into another area. And and I mean, look at, for example, look at what happened to the CIAA up there in Charlotte. The CIAA, one of the most historic HBCU basketball tournaments or sports tournaments that we know of on the East Coast. Historic. I mean, people people come from near and far all over the country to uh, to, to 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 attend the the CIAA Classic Weekend. All over the country, people come to enjoy this thing. But these folks, the, the, the CIAA commission, were begging fans to come to the games. So I, I, this doesn't happen with the ACC tournament. I, I don't I don't understand what it is. Like, it's, it's crazy. I didn't want to take it here, but, I mean, it, look at the ACC tournament. We're talking about $22 million in Greensboro. Charlotte is twice or maybe three times the size, okay, the Queen City, which arguably could easily be the capital of North Carolina in Charlotte, if it was more center of the state, it probably would be. Now, we got the CIAA in a much larger city, in an area where the median income is one of the highest in the state, $62,000, $65,000. The Panthers are there, and they're begging to get people to come to the actual activities, the actual festivities. So where the hell are all these people going that comes across the state or across the world in, 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 in some terms? People are traveling from near and far to come to the CIAA Classic Weekend. But what are they attending? If the CIAA Commission is begging for people to come to the games, they're begging to fill the seats, which aren't expensive in comparison to the ACC tournament at all. At all, when I when I say at all, I mean at all. I went to the ACC tournament before in uh, in Greensboro, and I think I paid sixty eight dollars, maybe less than less than a hundred bucks for two tickets, and 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 two of the best seats that you could get. Two of the best, and I'm not talking nosebleed, I'm not talking courtside, but very close, second tier, mid level, for less than one hundred dollars. Per ticket, excuse me, one hundred dollars per ticket. I think it was eighty bucks a ticket. Now you go to the CIAA, you spend a hundred bucks, you get a great seat, you get some good sports. But where are these people going? Like I, I don't understand where these people are going if they're not attending the actual game, which is the reason for everybody being there in the first place. I understand that you have the step shows and the. I get it. It's an entire weekend. It, it's a festival. It, it's a festive event. I get that. I understand that. But this my shout out to black people, and, and I I didn't want to take it here. 
Like I've, I've talked about it before, but I didn't want to take it here. See, black folks will quickly talk about what white folks do. So let me be one of them black folks to talk about what white folks do, right? And, and I'm not saying all white people go to the ACC tournament. I'm not saying that. I'm not implying that. So people who know me, you know what it is. People who don't know me, that's just too damn bad. So let me run down the line here. Now, white people support their sports teams, support their alma maters before they support the party. And what I mean by the party, I'm talking about the after party. They tailgate, they get good tickets, they come in, they show love, they support, they paint their faces, they go wild, they go crazy, they dress up like animals, and some people paint their whole bodies, and some folks run around with capes on. Hadn't seen too many black people doing that, but I'm just putting it out there and I'm keeping it real. Now, black people, on the other hand, talk about the CIAA tournament. We don't support the team. We come from New York, California, all over the world, all over the country. To go to a damn party instead of actually supporting your alma mater. People will, black folks travel from across the damn country to go to a club because it's CIAA weekend. A lot of y'all leaving your babies on people, leaving your spouse. I'm out of here taking vacation days to go party just because it's CIAA weekend. Grown women, I'm not knocking you. It is what it is. You don't have to like it. But these are the facts. The facts remain that people aren't supporting these alma maters. They're not supporting these historical black universities, these historical black colleges that have these same tournaments in in that in in, similar, in similarity to the ACC tournament. These HBCUs are doing the same things, but they're not being supported. Now, I didn't go to an HBCU, and I didn't go to an ACC school, and I spent money on both of them. And I'm sure a lot of other people do because I love me some North Carolina. It's a Michael Jordan thing. Call it that. I don't know. Follow them over the years. That's just my team. Okay? But for all you folks out there that travel from near and far to, to, to attend the CIAA Classic, and you don't even want to spend $15 on the actual game? Why are you there? I guarantee you. You know what? I want you guys to retweet this. I, I want you to retweet it. I want you to, to post it on your Twitters, on your Facebook. I've got $50. $50 for one person who attended the CIAA Classic that didn't go to the game. Can we do a gift card? Okay, I guess we can't do that. I, I can't do it. I'm going to have to rephrase it. We'll have to put it in a post somewhere. I was going to go out here on the limb and say, I don't believe that people actually even know who's in the CIAA Classic games. I, I don't even think people know who participates. I don't. I, I swear to you, I don't even think people know. I'm not expecting most white people to know. I'm talking about black folks because we're talking about historical black colleges and universities. Don't even support them. Don't show them no love. Don't give them no dough. Won't come to the game. I don't understand what it is. We're looking at stats from the ACC tournament that generated $22 million in revenue. But most of y'all ass will come across the country, go to a hotel, post up in the hotel. You might hit the liquor store just to get nice for a game. I'm sorry, a party. 
at the club somewhere in the same city, hoping you're going to bump into a baller, hoping you're going to bump into some chick. And I just don't understand what it is, man. It pisses me off. Like, I'm I'm, I'm not part of the commission, but you know what? Maybe we should give the commission a call. I, you know what? I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out who's on that commission. If somebody knows, hook me up, man. Get, pass my phone number to them so I can find out what's going on. Because I'm not going to blame it all on the people. I'm going to blame it on the commission, too. Because you maybe you guys got to get creative. Maybe you got to change the way you do some things to make people want to come to the games. Damn it, the Super Bowl had Beyonce at the halftime show. Call Kanye West. Get Kanye to perform in the gym at halftime. I don't know. We got to do something. I got to go to commercial, man. I'm four minutes past my 9 o'clock commercial break. I'll be right back here in just a second. You listen to the KIRP radio show, the number one black conservative show, Southeastern United States, with nine M's, baby. Nine million listeners and a, and a couple possibles. That's spade talk for you guys who don't know. I'll be right back after these messages, baby. Rock with me. K-I-R-P Radio! Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Hey, Cam, thanks a lot for coming to my school today. No problem, Nate. I promise to exercise and eat right. Don't forget 60 minutes of play a day, right? And I'll grow up to be big and strong like you. Absolutely. I'm playing the NFL. Yes, sir. I'm addressing number one. Maybe. Become the starting quarterback of the Panthers. Okay. You can be my backup. Excuse me? And make Panthers fans forget about you. And become your mom's favorite player? Whoa. It's the same way he did when he was in high school. After school, he practiced, then he went to the gym. This is what he wants. This is the life he chose. And if you want it, you have to work hard to keep it and keep on going with it. So I believe he will come back. And when he do... Remember this number, 9.8... That's not the time on the shot clock or the seconds left in the game. It's not the number of times I will light you up. Nah, 9.8 isn't any of that. It's ounces. And that's
this the life ever. who listens to the show via the website shout out to everybody who listens via twitter if you guys got a number you got a phone you can hit us up if you got an iphone you can check us out on itunes that's podcast k-i-r-p radio show three words that's what you're looking for or hit us up by phone 619-638-8559 also if you missed the show if you missed the show early on or if you miss any show you want to catch an old show hit us up on k-i-r-p radio show.com Look for the archives. You'll see a big blue box on there. It's going to play automatic. You know, find the old shows, man. You got the ability to fast forward or rewind or pause it. You know, you can do a lot of things on there, man. So, B.I.G., shout out to all the soldiers out there, man. You definitely know we do a B.I.G. in the book for the soldiers out here. Definitely try to show them a lot of love because a lot of you don't. People will definitely walk by soldiers and won't say hello, won't say thank you for your service, and won't say nothing. I remember a time when they were getting spit on, and if I were a soldier... Coming back from Vietnam, ha, I would ball up my fears, ha, and I'd pop somebody in they eye, ha, and I'd make them not want to spit ha, on nobody ever again. You keep your spit to your damn self. 
Anyway, moving along, folks, we were talking about a lot of things, man, talking about some headlines, and I just wanted to say um, it's Selection Sunday. 64 teams, NCAA tournament is near. It's March Madness. People are going crazy. The teams, folks going to call off work, and we're going to go out, and we're going to eat some wings, and, you know, we're going to watch some basketball. So it's that time of the year where people go basketball crazy. Uh, It's Selection Sunday, and I don't know who's been picked yet, but – Maybe we'll have that for you next week, or you guys check it out for yourself. I'm pretty sure Sports Center or one of those guys are covering it around the clock. But um, talking about money and college and struggling, and you know, you know, I heard I heard a guy say, and it's bothered me, but you know, he was an older gentleman, and I didn't want to be disrespectful, and and he weren't he wasn't talking to me in the first place, so I just I just you know kept it to myself and I was minding my business, but you know he was talking about how kids should stay in college and. You know, they shouldn't go to the NBA and, and this and that and the other. And, uh, you know, I, I'm an advocate for, for college education, man. I, I definitely get it. And, and I understand that, you know, people should definitely finish college. I, I believe that. I'm, I'm, I'm with him 1,000% on that. But let's look at the facts here, man. I mean, I'm, and then I'm, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because I got to get to this Adrian Dantley story. I, I just can't believe this guy. But, who in their right mind at an age of less than 21, I don't personally, I don't think anybody under 50 could make this decision, but let's, let's take it for face value. All right. We're talking about teenagers who have to get up in the morning, go to school. If you've ever been to college, you know, money is very scarce. You can't work a job. You're eating oodles and noodles a lot late at night. You're eating rice. I mean, you're eating cafeteria food. When you can get it, you put it in your pocket. And anybody who will take you out to eat and anyone who will cook for you, man, I, I made a lot of friends with a lot of ugly girls. Pardon my French. It is what it is. I don't mean no disrespect. But they were cooking for your boy, and I was hungry, and they fed me, and they took care of me. Now, even to this day, some friends until till the end, okay, some friends until the end. So I'm, I'm not dissing people. I, I call them ugly out of love. But listen, when you're in college, you go through a lot of struggle. All right, a, a lot of different things, a lot of a lot of different things, a lot of challenges. And many times these kids are away from home. But what kid under the age of I guess you got college, some college students at 25 that that play professional that that play college basketball, football, baseball, whatever. But who would turn down a multi-million dollar contract? to keep going through those same things in college just to get a piece of paper in, in this day and age now, in this day and age, just to get a diploma or a piece of paper that does not even guarantee you a job making $15,000 a year. Who's going to turn down that money? Nobody. Stop talking stupid, people. You got to think with your brains out here. I'm not going to turn down that money. You're not going to turn down that money. If someone could pay you, to do something that you love to do, okay, and and, and most of the time, for, for all shout out to all my small business owners out there because I know you guys feel like I feel. Like the reason you guys are small business owners, majority of you, is because you found something you can that you love to do that you could get paid for. That makes life easier for you. So imagine these kids who are out there busting their ass on the basketball court, and a lot of them are busting their ass in the classroom because they can't flunk off the team. Okay, they're not even thinking about a degree, many of them. They just don't want to flunk off the team. Let's keep it funky, right? So they don't want to they don't want to flunk off the team, so they're busting their butt to make whatever grades they need to make and to get to practice, and they put up with all these reporters and all this stuff, and, you know, everybody's talking about them and everybody's watching them. 
And then the NBA comes along because they are great at what they do. They have a talent that majority, let, let, me, let me not say majority. Let me tell you what Kobe Bryant said in camp one time, that one in 17 million people have. They have a talent that one in 17 million, one in 17 million, let me say it one more time. One in 17 million people have this talent that is NBA worthy. So all that noise about people are overpaid, people don't earn their salary, they shouldn't be making this much, you're talking nonsense, it's hogwash. Stop being a hater, because that's all it is. So you really think that these kids are going to turn down the possibility of making or a contract that says sign here and I'm going to cut the check, baby. When your mom is struggling and she's working every day and your pops going to work every day and they got to put up with their boss who are people like me, assholes and other assholes who really don't care about them. Do you really think if someone holds the ability to take their parents out of that situation that they're going to turn that down? You got to be a fool for even expecting them to. You shouldn't even expect anybody to turn that down. The truth of the matter is we go to college in the first place to better our lives from the beginning. Like We go to college in hopes that we'll get a certificate, a piece of paper that we achieved, some sort of degree that will, that will solidify that we know what we're talking about in whatever field of study and that we should be paid this extra amount of this extra amount of money because we know what we're talking about and we studied hard in that field to achieve that piece of paper. That's why we go to college. So if you get the opportunity to make money doing something different that you also work hard in, that you also love and that you also focus on and you go hard at, why is this such a bad thing? To all my conservatives out there, I've heard you guys talking all this nonsense. I want some of you guys to comment on that. You let me know how you feel. How in the hell can you come to the conclusion that a man's hard work shouldn't earn him multi-millions of dollars if someone wants to pay him that has trillions of dollars or hundreds of millions of dollars? If someone says, P, you know what? You've been putting work on this show slowly but surely. You got 9 million listeners. Listen. I understand you have all these other things going along, but we're prepared to pay you to continue doing your show, but we're prepared to pay you X millions of dollars. Do you really think I would turn that down? You got to be out of your freaking mind to think that somebody would really turn that money down. Come on, let's let's be for real. Going to a call out of the 336, man. We got a few of you. 244, you're on the air. We pudge you. What's up? Hello? Yo, what up? Hey, what up? This Kev. How you doing, bro? It's been a while. Yeah, man. Look, I was, I was going to talk about that shepherd pie from the, you talk about St. Patrick's Day. I was going to see what you knew if you was up on the shepherd's pie. Man, I don't know nothing about St. Patty's Day. I can tell you I've smoked some green weed before. I've drunk some green <laughs> beer. I've ate some green cookies. And some green food. I, listen, I keep it funky. Like, we got people here looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm just saying I have. I, I don't smoke anymore, but, I, you know, it is what it is. I used to smoke, and I smoked a whole lot of green green. You know you know how you know how blacks, how we eat how we eat black eyed peas on, on, what is it, New Year's Day? Yeah. That's, that's, see, that's like the, the what, what the Irish do with shepherd's pie. Oh. Same thing. That's the, yeah, that's, that's the, it's, it's like a, um. 
it's a it's it's like a pie, man. It got um uh mashed potatoes in it, it got um green peas in it, it got some beef in it, you know, like hamburger meat and a bunch of other stuff in it. Oh, that sounds bang. But it's good. Look, man, it is. It sounds good. I gotta find me some Irish people to hook me up. Make me some what do you hey, call it? Shepherd's pie? Man. Shepherd's pie. I don't know why, where pie. they got the name from, but I know it's good. Well, <laughs> well what, what, Kev, I don't know if you know, man, but what what is um, St. Patrick's Day a celebration of? Don't get me the line. See, he eat the shepherd's pie, too. It ain't just me. See, yeah, baby. You know how good I feel. See, that, that's what I'm talking about. Like, Man, we celebrate stuff because it feels right. It feels good. It's a lot of love. I don't feel so bad no more, man. I just feel bad that I didn't celebrate with some other folks. Yeah, man. Look, I was just going along with the crowd. You know, uh, growing up, growing up in New York, they would block off sections down in Manhattan. Yeah. And you would just pay like one fee, like forty dollars to get in, and mm-hmm. then you just be able to walk the whole, you know, however many blocks they blocked off, and just go from from bar to bar, from place to place. All day, you know, it was just a, it was just a good time, man, down there, down there, man. You know why not? Why not have a good time? That's what life is about, man. Life is definitely about having a good time and not hurting nobody, enjoying yourself, and and life should be a celebration, man. I I think life should be a celebration. You know why not? Oh yeah, and and and, uh, um, you know, people should be able to celebrate getting that big check too. I heard you talking about that money. That's the hogwash, man. That's people. That's haters. People that don't. You know what? Non-talented people are always talking about what talented people shouldn't have, right? It's it's the same difference. And, and I've I've heard a lot of you know I'm conservative, Kev. I've heard a lot of conservatives say, you know, talking that nonsense too. But it's the same premise. Like that, they're not looking at it. It's, it's the same thing as people saying that you don't deserve this the amount of money that you earned. It's the same thing. Every you know? single one of them people that was talking that, talking about that, if somebody walked up to them and said, we want to pay you $12 million a year for what you're already doing, I don't know how many. I bet you every single one of them people would take that check. Cut the check. That's what I say. Cut the check. Cut it. Cut the check. Yeah, Cut man. All, all, this, all these nights away from home, being away from the family, working. Yeah. working. Sometimes we'd be up 30 hours. You it's know what I'm saying? Work. A day and a half and, just, and still keep going. It's hard you know what I mean? to work. Yeah, man. I want to be compensated. I'll take that check. Yeah, I'll Look, take the if, check. I, I'm going to declare it. If, if there's people out there that feel that people don't need to get money, next time they come across some money where people want to pay them something, they don't <laughs> want it, they can give it to me. I'll, I'll okay! I know, <laughs> <laughs> man. I'm, I'm like that, too. Let me get some of that yeah! check. You know what I'm saying? Somebody want to cut a check for me, they'll be like, yo, P, I'm about to pay you KRP. I'm like, yeah, you know it. Let's get it. Let's do what we do. <laughs> I got no problem with that at all. I'm definitely with it. But for all them people out there that's haters, man, and always got something to say about, you know, what people are trying to earn and how hard people are working, this is what we got for you. That's right. Boo. That's what the kids feel. Kids kids all will boo you. And I agree. The kids should boo you. Kev, check this out, man. Before you go, I, I want you to hear this. And and I want to ask your opinion on it, and and I know it's a it's a I'm going I'm turning left right now right I'm I'm going or oh, I'm not turning left I don't turn left I'm I'm making another right turn <laughs> off the main street of what we're talking about on this show, and uh, here's something that Jay Z said 
uh, about rap being poetry. I just, I just wondering what your take on it. Check it out. Oh, readers take away from this book that rap is a, is poetry, and it is, it isn't just you know thought provoking and there's thought behind it, and there's great writing in rap as well. You know, you never hear rappers being compared for like the greatest rap writers of all time you know you hear bob dylan it was so is biggie smalls like in, in a hitchcock way you know some of the things that biggie wrote rakim i mean listen to some of the things he wrote i mean if you take those lyrics and you pull them away from the music and you put them up on the wall somewhere and someone had to look at them they would say well, this is genius this is genius work so i want people to take that away i want people to also, take away the quick judgment. Listen to the song. Listen to his intent. Try to figure out why a song like Big Pimpin' can exist. The same way you try to figure out a song like Meet the Parents exists. I mean, it's clearly obvious that this has different meaning, but this, on the surface, is just fun and party music, but there's reasons behind that as well. So I, I really wanted to lay this out in a clear, concise way that people could look at it and say, okay, and if there's thought and there's intelligence and there's reason and logic behind it, then maybe you have to deal with everything like that. Now, that's Jay-Z basically talking about rap being uh, an art form. Basically, that's what he's saying. You know, rap rap music being an art form. And, you know, he, he's he's really just saying, why isn't it looked at in that way? Um, a lot of rock and roll composers are some of the greatest writers that we've ever seen, and and they are held at that. Um, blues, same things. A lot, a lot of the blues writers are held as some of the greatest blues writers of all time, or 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 music composers. Period, according to ASCAP and BMI and other entities. So when it comes to hip hop and rap music, what's going on with that? Well, I think that, that some of them are, you know, like if you take if you take Maya Angelou's poems and you throw a beat behind it, you know what I mean? Some of the, you throw a beat behind it and you throw, you, you know, depending on the beat, you might have to speed up the tempo or slow up the tempo, however you want to say it. And it'll sound like music and it's, and it's poetry. Like even in the Bible, the book of Psalms, we read it like it's a book, but those are actually right. songs. Right, you know, right. so there's so with, with with rap, I mean, and it's it's some of them. Like right now, you know, there's dudes that be, you know, I don't know what they be rapping about now, but you know, there's a you know poetry, <laughs> but with, with with poetry, there's a rhythm, there's a pitch to it, there's content, a concept to it, you know, where yeah, I, I would I would I would agree with them. You know, some of it is yeah. is thought provoking, some of it's crap, yeah. but. You know, I remember Ron, uh, Ron when he when they when they did, redid that walk this way. You know, people look at the the original Aerosmith joint as a as a classic, but when Ron was listening to it and he was listening to the lyrics, he was like, you know, he he was listening to it and he was like, yo, I'm gonna have to rap this, right? You know, they <laughs> talking about hey diddle diddle with the little kitty in the middle, something like yeah. that. He was like, yo, I gotta rap that, <laughs> but that was a classic, you know, to that it different was. genre, but. You know, like like Jay, he mentioned big. And if you sit there and and you can sit there and, and listen to a song that Big did, yeah. And you can really take yourself and put yourself in that place. You know, like that song where he said, like like you can actually sit there and visualize you sitting in the chair and going through this. When he said, 
I'm sitting in the crib dreaming, dreaming. about Lear Jets and Coops. Yeah. Waste all shoots and how to sell records like Snoop. You sitting there and you like daydreaming. Right. And then he said, oops, I'm interrupted by a doorbell. 352. <laughs> so you looking, you hear the doorbell, you look in the door, you look at your watch, and you like, it's 352 in the morning. Who's this? Right. <laughs> you know, crazy. I get up yeah. quick, you know, stop the dog from barking. You know what I'm saying, and 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 it's you know walking to the door, you know all of that. That's 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 vivid. That's vivid to me. That's visual to me. Yeah, when he's rapping yeah. these things, I can see that. I can see. I can put myself there, and be in that moment. That's what well, the music does. The good music does that for me. It puts me in the moment, in that person's shoes, why they was writing it, and what they were talking about. Well, I you know over this weekend, and and uh, if anybody don't know by now, like that, that's what this show is really about just stuff that bugs me and just things I like. So that that's what we've been talking about, headlines and things that happened this past weekend. But over this weekend, we've had, uh, like, Lil Wayne, you know, the whole situation with him and, and you know, how folks saying he was about to die. And, you know, I, I listen, I don't know what's going on, you know. I don't, I don't know what's really going on with Lil Wayne, but, you know, he's been in the hospital in and out, and, and, and Wayne, like him or not, um, he's one of the people who who I regard in that same way. Like he he is a he's an ultimate composer. You know what I mean? Like Wayne is nice and, and he's come a long way and I'm I'm not a Wayne fan per se, but you know, when I listen to some of his music, you know, just like you said about Big, I listen to some of his music and it's amazing. You know, the things that he say and the way he's able to paint that story and you know, it, it it's just a it's a beautiful thing. So this brother's in trouble, though, Kev. Like, this this dude is really sick. You know, he's been in the hospital for seizures, and, you know, they were reporting that he, he, he was about to die, and that was TMZ. I don't know if they're just crazy or there was some truth to this report, but, you know, when, when, when you take these artists who are able to deliver this music in this way, and then they, they you see them, you see how they're impacted from the lifestyle that follows it, you know, does it does it make you not appreciate the music as much? Because you, you know you think about Kurt Cobain and you know all all these other folks that died, you know at the height of their career and Elvis and and all these people, you know they went through so much. And I look at Lil Wayne and that's where I see him headed. You know that's yeah. that's what I see from him. Like I see the entertainment killing this man. I, I see the industry killing this man, and I see him allowing it to happen because it's it's only your fault at the end of the day. But is that the reason it's not really appreciated the way that it should be, you think, in, in hip-hop? Nah, nah, I think that it's not appreciated, you know, um, mainstream, like, you know, like a lot of other artists are, you know what I mean? But in certain segments of society, they ain't nothing bigger than Wayne, yeah. you know what I mean? And and But yeah. as far as the, the, the mainstream being accepted, and you know, in the country music arena, being accepted in the rock and roll arena, which I think you know, Wayne, since he Wayne was able to cross over and do songs with different people, and he was able to get that that recognition as a, as an artist. Mm-hmm. But you know, mm-hmm. these these different award shows and these different Siskel and Ebert, you know, two thumbs up type people. You know, what I mean, they ain't, they not gonna respect Wayne because they don't respect the content. Sure. You know, and and all of this other stuff like Tupac doesn't get the recognition that he deserves. And, and I remember when he was allowed, people like C. Dolores Tucker and all them getting at him. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. But, um, you know, but I think that, you know, Wayne, 
looking at Wayne and, and Kurt Cobain and, and, and several other, you know, rock and roll people, yeah. several rock and roll people that have died that OD, you know, we got to keep in mind that these seizures and all the stuff that these dudes is, is coming from this Molly that they, that they, that these drugs and Molly that they doing the syrup. And codeine. That DJ screw. Yeah, yeah, that DJ screw and all of them are back. Yeah, that all of them was dying from. You know, they, they, they get to the point where, and you've been in the, around the industry where yeah, you get, yeah. where people get to the point where they got to drink or they got to smoke or do some type of drugs in order to in order to tap into that creativity to function, so man. To function. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. and all of that stuff takes a toll on you, man. It takes a toll on your brain. You know, it takes a toll on your heart. And these dudes are dropping behind that, man. Uh, Rick Ross having all these seizures. You know, yeah, Wayne having too. these seizures and dudes is is is. You know, and they all doing the same drug. Well, what do you? What did you think about that report? I, I don't know if you saw it when it came out. We reported on it. I even followed up on it. You know about little little Wayne because, frankly, all of our sources, all all of the places that we go to confirm stories, they all reported the same thing. And it started from TMZ. So what what do you take from that? Because you you know you start talking about reading last rites, man. That's not a lie that people commonly tell. Like you know, that's that's not a lie that people just put out there. Like when when have you heard someone say, "Oh, such and such is gonna die to eat right now"? That they're reading in his last rites. You don't hear about something that it, it doesn't go with that in depth. You might hear that such and such is in a car accident or this happened. You know, it's very vague when people normally lie on celebrities. But this one, I I, I kind of feel I still feel like it might be some truth in it, Kev. Even though it's TMZ, we know how they get down. But, you know, what do you think about that, man? And, you know, I'll let you go, but I just want to know what you thought about that story that came out, you know, about Lil Wayne here. Matter of fact, here's the drop. It's 30 seconds. I'll let you hear it if you hadn't heard it already. Well, Grammy-winning and multi-platinum-selling rapper Lil Wayne suffered a seizure and was rushed to a hospital in Los Angeles. There were reports the rapper was even near death, but his record label says that's not true. And about an hour ago, Lil Wayne's Twitter account on there, somebody tweeted... I'm good, everybody. Thanks for the prayers and loves. Wayne had just been released from the hospital on Wednesday after suffering another seizure, and his health conditions delayed even a visit uh, to Louisville several months ago. You might remember he was at Dillard's in Jefferson Mall to promote his clothing line. So this man was in the hospital already for having seizures, and then they let him out. He passed out again. His bodyguard found him, took him back to the hospital. They readmitted him. And and then we have a claim last night or night before last or whenever it was that, you know, Little Wayne was in a coma, possibly about to die. There's something going on about reading of of this of his last rites and you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, look, you know, when when these dudes get into the hospital, you know, I mean I don't we know that he ain't tweeting nothing. You know, I mean he might tweet every <laughs> once in a while but yeah. you know, entertainers and, and, and big name people, a lot of them got somebody else managing their Twitter account. Yeah. But usually there's a picture or something, you know, um, you know, the the um they got good publicists that do good spins, but if a person's doing real bad, they can't spin that. That see, that's you know, what so I, I mean, was thinking I, too. Yeah, that's I was exactly thinking was that thinking. you know, I'm thinking that he could be doing bad. Like remember when Tupac got hit the second time? Yeah. He was good. He was good until they announced, Oh, he's dead. You know, that's what they were saying. Oh, Pac, good. You know, I just came from the hospital, just visited my man. Man, was dead when he got there. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's, you know, there's, you know, I mean, I think that is damage control. 
I think that, you know, I mean, it, you know, it's possible. You know, he could have been, he could be in a coma, you know, but, you know, that's the thing. If he in a coma, he ain't tweeting nothing. See, here's the part that that bothers me. Okay, the whole situation is cool, right? I I understand people want their privacy. You know, I I understand that Lil Wayne was in the hospital and and whether he was on his deathbed or not, that doesn't bother me, Kev. But I I look at the face value of all this man, and at the end of the day, I'm I'm saying to myself, and this is unfortunate, but I'm a realist, he's going to die eventually. Like, if the man doesn't change where he's headed, and obviously he's headed in a very dark, very sad, death-defying place, right? So, or gravely placed. So, if, if he doesn't continue, it's going to be the headline. If, if, if he doesn't fix it, excuse me, if he doesn't fix what he's been doing, it's going to be the headlines anyway. You know, so uh, mm-hmm. people, you know, all these fans and all these entertainers, and you know, we don't talk about entertainment on this show, but I thought this was important enough to talk about because here's a man that, like Jay-Z said, and not not about him, but just about the genre, this man is a poet in his own right. And I'm not a Lil Wayne fan, but it is what it is, and I don't hate him. i got to give him props for what he does. The man is a poet in his own right. He generates a lot of income. He's very impressionable right now to all the youth and adults right now. I mean, he's single-handedly the guy in hip-hop, rock, or in, in pop. I'll say he's the guy in pop right now, okay? But the man is popping mollies. The man is he's sipping on codeine and, and cough syrup and, 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 and soda. And, and this is what the kids want to do. I mean, this is what they see. So I, I'm trying to figure out, you know, once Lil Wayne dies, and I'm not trying to put this on him. I'm not wishing death on the man. I might die. I might drop dead tomorrow. But once Lil Wayne dies, what's going to be his legacy? Is it going to be that of of a Kurt Cobain? Is it going to be that of a Elvis Presley? Is it going to be that of a poet like Jay Z? Put Biggie in that category, or or what's going to be his legacy? Or is it just going to be that he was a he was a rap artist turned drug addict? You know what I'm saying? Like, and you and I always talk about legacy. So I'm wondering what will be this man's legacy. And 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 do you believe he has a chance to re to write his legacy now if he could only fix this problem that he has this drug product problem? I, I think he I think he can, I think he can if he if he stays alive. But if he if he dies, you know he's going to be you know a tragic figure, a talented person that died too early over with, with drug overdose. Every time Kirk Cobain is mentioned, heroin is mentioned, Whitney Houston, cocaine, you know it's it's always going to be. Part of the part of the tagline with 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 Lil Wayne, you know, what I mean, I, but it's and it's unfortunate because somebody like him, part of his legacy won't be that he was a. Uh, we won't hear about him being a parent, you know. What I mean, how many kids he got, you know? I mean, that that won't be part of his legacy that he was, you know, because they're gonna the 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 media that we live in now, the drug use, the tragic situation of it, that's sexy, that sells, that sells newspapers. We know he's going to be on the front page of, of of all of these different magazines, Lil Wayne, Overdose, you know, that's going to be his legacy. But over the long term, over the long term, his legacy is going to be preserved by the people that were around him, that's able to keep his thing. Like, that's one thing I respect about Jay-Z. You know, he said in that song, um, The City Is Mine, he said, he said to, to Big, he said, don't worry about Brooklyn. I continue to flame. So a world with amnesia won't forget your name. And he keeps putting Big's verses 
Biggs verses, Biggs lines in his verses, and he just keeps keeping him alive that way. So now when we look at Big, we see the lyricist in Big. We don't we don't necessarily look at him being gunned down. We talk more so about the lyricist in Big because Jay was able to be part of a group of people that was able to keep that legacy focused on that for so long. But mm-hmm. look at Lil Wayne's team. Who's gonna be able to keep that legacy going? Who's Drake? Um, um, uh, what's that? What's that girl name with the with the with the fake body? Um, uh, Minaj, <laughs> Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Minaj. <laughs> yeah, is she gonna keep it going? You know, a uh, 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 baby. You know, so I mean, it's it's. I think there's a couple parts in it. One part of the legacy is who does he have around him that's gonna be able to keep it going? And number two is is. I think that part of the legacy is is always going to be shaped by the media, because of who he who he is, what he done, and what he died by. Wow, that's something to think about, man. I appreciate you calling in, brother. Definitely appreciate the little conversation we just had, and and you know that's a question that I ask too, man. You know, what will be his legacy? Will he be a poet, a, a drug addicted entertainer, a hip hop pop icon? Um, what about a father? You know, what about a college student? What about a businessman? You know, there's there's so many ways you could define this, this man. And uh, I only ask that, you know, the man get his just due. I'm not trying to put him in a grave right now, but I'm just saying. But ultimately, also, I think there's a responsibility that comes with that. And anybody in the public eye, whether they accept that responsibility or not, I think there's a responsibility that comes with it. And how you display yourself and how you carry yourself and I just think that, you know, uh, from what I like to see, you know, I like to I like to see you keep playing some of them old school slow joints. Big up, big up to all the haters out there. Yes, 
bunch about of thirty five hundred jobs created in two months. What? Remember this number, 9.8. That's not the time on the shot clock. For the seconds left in the game. It's not the number of times I will light you up. Nah, 9.8 isn't any of that. It's ounces. And that makes this the life ever.
Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the KRRP Radio Show, baby. Sorry about the technical difficulties, folks. Because of that, there's blog talk, man, and all that jazz and all the stuff that they got going on, which is our hosting server. So we apologize for all that stuff, man. But you know what? It is time to end the show because all these technical difficulties we have had. We're going to end the show about 10 minutes early tonight. So I definitely want to give a special shout-out to Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com, who is B.I.G. in my book, always showing us a lot of love, always doing things proper, always coming on the show and giving us a wonderful segment. Also got to give a shout-out to everybody out there that hold us down, man. All our Twitter followers at Twitter, you know, at symbol KRP Radio Show, at symbol NC Pudgy, that's me, Twitter. We appreciate the love you guys show us, man. Keep those ads coming. Keep those calls coming. Keep those emails coming, whether you like them or not. Definitely got to give another shout-out to all the people out there on Facebook, man. That's Facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. Definitely appreciate all the love that you guys do for us, man. And you definitely B.I.G. in my book, so I appreciate you. Also, check us out on YouTube, man. You can find us on YouTube.com backslash KRP Radio Show. And now uh, we got some YouTube stuff on there, man. You got We got some videos on there. Bunch of little stuff that you guys could check out. Always come through and show us a lot of love. Just giving a B.I.G. shout-out to my brother, EZLP, down there, my investment guru partner. Definitely showing some love to that brother, man. We do a lot of big things. And you guys who, you know, who are familiar with, you know, the music back in the days, you know, y'all know that's my producer. Work, work the boys, you know, the man behind the magic. Real hot records. Y'all know how we do. Also give a shout-out to the Love and Father Society. And I love being a black father, man. Join the movement. We're just trying to do some positive things out here, man. We are a legal nonprofit now, so we're going to start doing some fundraising real soon. And uh, look out for that. We're going to try to bring some people around and see if we can't do some, some positives, some positive growth for some people and some positive growth for the community and some positive things for us all. So... Love and Father Society, I love being a black father, that's what we do, be looking out for us, be looking out for t-shirts, hats, paraphernalia, all that good stuff out there, we're definitely trying to do something. Uh, I gotta show some love to the Scar Foundation out of Greensboro, North Carolina, I believe, Greensboro, High Point, Winston-Salem, the Triad area, shout out to the Scar Foundation, who are also doing some wonderful things out there in their community. And uh, last but not least, I gotta give a shout out. To all the people in my household, all my youngins, and my queen, shout out to you, baby. Love you, baby. Who uh, wore me out this weekend, man. Had me doing all sorts of things around here, man. Just wore me out. Had me working, putting in work. (laughs) It is what it is. Listen, man, it's time to go. Wrapping up the show, man. Shout out to everybody out there. You're listening to the number one black conservative show talk radio show southeastern united states with over nine million we got over nine million listeners man that's amazing to me it's still amazing to me so i really appreciate you guys thanks for working through the technical difficulties man we are about to close the show catch us next week and uh i'm not sure i'm not even sure who the guest is man maybe i need to i gotta pay a little bit more attention but it is what it is man shout out to all you guys and uh sorry we didn't get to get to all the headlines that we had this week but we'll try to get to them next week and uh you know it is what it is man but before you go i want you guys to do one thing as i always challenge all my listeners to do all i need you guys to do is open your mouths and can we can we cut the music i challenge all you guys to reach out to people that you don't know interact with people that you come across and just open your mouths and say hello 
because you never know who you can inspire and how you can help someone else. You never know how huge that could be if you just would open your mouths and communicate. And we can't help anybody if we don't begin to open our mouths and start saying hello. So God bless you all, man. Y'all hold me down. Keep me in your prayers. I got you guys in my prayers. You listen to the KRP radio show, baby. I didn't say it right. What's it called? It was a young KRP radio. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine, I get the shine. Now throw your hands. 